Welcome to Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Machat, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, alignment activator, and transformational coach teaching you how to create life and business on your terms, have freedom and success, and help you experience the magic of living a fulfilled and purely aligned life. This is about remembering your vision, creating your rules, and doing it your way. And this isn't someday when you get there. Living in pure alignment gets to start now. Welcome back to Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Machat, and today is a very special celebration episode because it's actually my 10-year wedding anniversary today when this episode is being released. I'm actually recording it a few weeks before because my husband and I are going to be on a very exciting anniversary trip, enjoying the fact that we've been together for 18 years, 18, like that's a legal adult if we had had a kid, right? Like that's completely crazy and 10 years married. So today's episode is a relationship alignment episode because I've learned a thing or two being with my husband as long as I have and I'm just so grateful for him and our marriage and growing together and all the things. And I feel like there is a purely aligned piece to relationships. So if you had no idea, this is going to be a fun one because I don't talk about the relationship side of things since I'm so focused on business and money and growing and life and personal development and relationships are such a huge piece of it. And the fact that we met in college, I do believe he's my, you know, soulmate. We like all the things, it happened very quickly and we've been together ever since. And it just, sometimes when it's meant to be, I feel like it is, but there's some huge pieces to our relationship that I think and believe have allowed us to really evolve and grow because It was not always easy. It was not always perfect. There have been rough patches, of course, because that is life, by the way. And what I learned moving through it and coming out the other side of it, it just, to me, I feel like this is kind of like the secret to successful relationships. And I don't know how much it's like really talked about, at least in my world, So I'm excited to share this with you today. I believe purely aligned relationships have a mutual respect and alignment in values. My husband and I, if you know him, you're probably laughing because you know we are the exact opposite. I'm the theater performer, outgoing person. He is like computer science, electrical engineer, behind the scenes instigator who loves to stir the pot and then watch what happens. Like we could not be more opposite, yet our values are so in alignment. And I am talking about how we feel about kids and money and our lifestyle and 
like what's important to us and savings and, you know, our future. Like we are so dialed in on the deep, deep connection of our values where we are on the same page. And I have to say, like we do, we're not, you know, we don't hide it, but we do not want children. We prefer four-legged kids and animals and, you know, having a ranch someday. And I always found it so interesting because when I would tell people that I actually don't want kids, uh, the first response is like, well, what does your husband think of that? And when he tells people that he doesn't want kids, the first thing they ask him is, oh, how does your wife feel about that? And that always kind of makes me laugh because like, that is such a crucial thing to be on the same page about. And if you're not and you're with a partner right now and you're not on the same page, like, look, everyone is, you know, going through experiences and lessons and learning. It's happening for you. Right. But I just I always found that response so fascinating because it was like, it's not a secret. Of course, they know this. We've been together for so long. I would hope we know this about each other. So when it comes to values, I think that that's a huge piece of really making sure you're in a healthy long-term relationship and independence is so important to both of us and we respect each other's independence as well. And funny story, in college, I believe, we went on a date to go see a movie. We went to, you know, you know, it's a date. We went to go see a movie in the movie theater and uh, I remember like giving the ticket guy, right? You know, remember these days? Cause now I don't, I haven't, I don't know the last time I've been to a movie theater, but anyway, uh, giving the guy like the ticket and I, uh, he was like, okay, you know, it's down the thing, theater, whatever. And then he takes my husband's ticket and was like, wait, it's over on the other side. Aren't you guys together? And we were like, yeah, we're seeing different movies. <laughs> Because I wanted to see Wedding Crashers and he wanted to see some like zombie apocalypse thing that I had zero desire to go see. You're not really talking during a movie anyway. So it was like, why don't we just find one at the same time and go? And that is us in a nutshell. I don't think that is more a Melissa and John story than like that's a classic. So just saying independence is so important to both of us, but also spending that quality time together, too, of course. And here's the big thing that I think changed everything because there were some rough times when I was working nonstop and I was never around and we had two Dobermans and I love them so much, but they were completely insane and a very high maintenance and a lot of work and he's dealing with the dogs and I'm working and it was just, I was never ever around. And when I was around, I was always on my phone. I was never present and I always had a snappy comeback of like, well, do you want me to make money or not? Like, that's a fun one, you know, because it's like, well, yeah, but I also want you to like be here right now and not stressed all the time. So anyway, we'll save that for another episode of de-stressing your life and realizing that like, that's not a fun place to be. But something huge happened when I learned about love languages. Are you familiar with them? Do you know your love language? But here's the big one. Do you know your partner's love language? This to me is literally like a relationship saving exercise because here's what happens. 
If you're not familiar, there are, I don't know who created it. Google it, please. You know, I want to obviously give credit where credit is due, but there's something called like the five love languages and they are quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, and acts of service. And the whole, and there's a quiz you can take again, if you Google it. uh, And the whole idea behind it is the way we give and receive love is different for everybody. And the way that our partners give and receive love is also different, but we don't necessarily know that. So here's an example, and this is where it started to change everything for me. My love language, if you if you haven't been able to figure this one out, is words of affirmation. I 1000% love words of affirmation. That's why when you reach out or tell me you even listened to the podcast, I literally cry like happy tears of like, oh my gosh, someone listened. This helped them. This is amazing because words of affirmation is how I receive and give love. Telling someone how much I love them and how grateful I am for them and how much I appreciate them. And I'm just words of affirmation. If if my husband tells me you're so beautiful, I love you. I'm just, I melt. I'm like, you do? That's amazing. I'm so happy, right? So here's the thing. I thought my husband's was quality time because it was a huge conflict in our marriage. And even before then we got married that I was never around because before real estate, I was in theater. And even when we lived in outside of LA, I had like five jobs to get by and pay the bills. And I pretty much left the house at like 7 or 7.30 in the morning. And I would get home sometimes at like 11.30 at night. And I worked six days a week. And my day off was Monday where I would work a different job. Like you want to talk about go mode and hustle and getting by. That was my life in the younger years. So me not being around was not new. But it became an issue all of a sudden now that we had our loving, amazing Dobermans, Griff and Fiona. Griff was first. And all of a sudden, it became a problem that I was never around in a bigger way. And I thought when I learned about love languages, I was like, oh, his must be quality time. That's why he's so upset I'm never around because the way he receives and gives love is spending quality time together and I'm never there. And so when I started taking days off and started giving myself more space, started like actually, you know, controlling my schedule a little bit better and I would be home or I would be around, he would want to play video games or do his own thing. And I was so confused because I thought the whole issue was I'm not around to spend quality time together. And then it became a whole other fight because if I'm around, you don't want to hang out with me. So why the hell am I around? I'd rather I'd rather be working. I'd rather be doing something else. Like, why am I sitting around when you don't clearly you don't care? And this became a serious issue and fight. And I don't really like fight fight, but like, you know, it just it became a, a point of like contention, like major, major tension where 
it was so frustrating and I didn't understand. And he was mad that I was mad. You know, it just, it went in, you know how it goes in relationships. It just spiraled all the time, right? I made it mean like all these things because of course my imagination runs wild and it just, it was a mess. And I finally understood the love. I don't know what happened, but I maybe dug a little bit deeper into love languages. Maybe I heard it again, whatever it was, something came through that I, that landed with me where I was like, wait a second. It's not quality time. His love language is acts of service. And that right there was a complete game changer. Because I realized he didn't want me around. (laughs) This sounds bad. And if you know us, you'll know we have a very loving marriage and this will make a lot more sense. But bear with me. Follow me on this. So he wanted me around so I could watch the dogs and he could have some time uninterrupted for himself. I originally was getting so mad because I was around and then he was doing his own thing. So why did I make the effort to be around? Do you see how the majority of relationship issues are probably revolved around not knowing your partner's love language and thinking it's the same as yours? I would literally, or I still do, I tell him every day, I love you. You're so handsome. Like all the compliments, all the things, how much I appreciate him. And I'm not kidding. It goes in one ear and out the other because that is not how he receives love. But if I make him, you know, something, if I do something of service, if I do some chore around the house, he's like, oh my God, what did you do with my wife? You're amazing. And I'm like, are you are you kidding me? I tell you every day how much I love you, but you don't hear me unless I like, I don't know, (laughs) I'm just trying to take the trash out. I mean, something stupid, right? Like to me, I'm like, are you why aren't you just telling me? And here's where this flips. Okay, sometimes I'm like, hey, I need to hear that you love me and how beautiful I am. Like, I need to hear it more. And he's like, But I tell you, you know how I feel. Like, I tell you all the time. And I'm like, "Mm, it could be more because my love language is receiving words of affirmation. And I give it daily, but I may not receive it to the same level because, again, words just don't mean as much to him. But listen to how fascinating this is. He always says, I literally do everything around here. Like I do everything. I do everything. All the chores, the dogs, you know, cleaning the dog poop, like whatever it is, like he's doing so-called everything. And to him, that's like, don't you see how much I love you? Because I'm doing all these things for you. But the way I take it is, well, I do things too. Like it's a competition. No wonder we're speaking a different language He thinks that doing the extra chores, getting up early with the dog, whatever, like that is his way of showing me he loves me. But when he tries to tell me that, I take it as like, well, I do, I have plenty of chores and I do this and I take care of the house and I make you lunch every day. Like I, like it's, it's almost like we just were not communicating. So I want to take a moment and check in. Has anything come up for you right now where you're like, holy crap, I had no idea. Because I will tell you, this will change everything 
when you know your own love language, but you also know your partner's. And by the way, it doesn't have to be romantic relationships. This absolutely works with your team, employees, people like your peer group, friends. This works with anyone and everyone. I even just heard in a in a masterclass last week with one of my mentors that even it even applies to like your relationship with money. And I was like, "Whoa, okay. Now we're now we're getting deep." <laughs> so, this is so much deeper than just like a romantic relationship, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner, a spouse, right? This is literally the way and no and me even saying this right now on my episode around like external validation, no wonder I'm like craving that so much because that is my love language. That's what's important to me. So I hope sharing these examples, you can kind of see some of your own where, oh, wait a second, this might be why there's an issue. And here's another example. Like if if my husband's was, uh, let's see, if my husband's, his is acts of service. I already said that, right? But what if mine was physical touch? And what if like I'm trying to, and physical touch doesn't even have to be like, you know, sexual, whatever. It's just holding hands, a hug, something, PDA, right? So if physical touch is mine, And I'm, you know, trying to be like giving him a hug or hand, whatever. And he's just kind of like, I'm tired. I just spent all day doing all these things for you. Like, I just need a moment to myself. It's really easy for me to feel rejected in a way or for me to feel like, oh, my gosh, maybe he doesn't love me because he doesn't want to like cuddle or he doesn't want to like take time. And then like for him, it's like, But like, I'm doing all these things for you. Like, why can't you like appreciate it and do something for me too? Like, do you see how easily people can be not on the same page and like speaking a totally different language just by like not understanding the way we give and receive love? So if I had to say a secret to spending 18 years with the same person and, you know, I we joke that we're like a fine wine, right? Getting better every year and growing and aging and all the things together. But I really, really believe our values and understanding how to communicate with our love languages is really what has allowed us to evolve and grow together because now we're at least speaking the same language. And if I do feel like I need a little bit more or whatever, I know what to ask for now. Instead of, do you love me? I don't think you, you know, whatever it is. I mean, women, I'm sure you understand, like we can spiral pretty quick and feel like maybe we're not appreciated. Do they still love us? Are we still beautiful? I don't know. Like insecurities can easily come back up. And so I realized by knowing what I actually am looking for and what I need, I can ask for it. And I know that if he's feeling like I'm not contributing enough or whatever, like I just have to, you know, do something special, an act of service, do something. And I know that like that will show him in a way that he will receive it. Even though I tell him every freaking day, he doesn't hear it. And that's not his fault. That's just the way he's hardwired, right? Just like the way him doing, you know, mowing the lawn or something. And I'm like, you volunteered to do it. I don't, I don't like, thanks. (laughs) It's just like, well, don't you appreciate that I did this for you? And I'm like, I guess. I mean, I offered I would help, you know, like it's just, it's funny now that I see it in this different way where it's the way we actually show each other how we really feel. 
So for today's special 10-year anniversary, 18 years together, because yes, we are that simple. We started dating October of 2004 and got engaged in October of 2011 and got married on October 6th, 2012. So we just really keep it simple and kept it right around the same uh, place. And the good news is both of us, gifts are like our lowest love language. So we are on the same page that like we just we don't do like we're weird. We're super unique. And I love that about us. But like this is why this is so important. If gifts were one of yours, but not theirs, like that in itself could cause so much tension and fights and problems just because you don't realize you're doing something different. So in honor again of today's celebration anniversary episode, uh, I just I I want you to take away like what is your love language? Let me know. DM me on Instagram at Melissa Machat. Again, I am on vacation when this episode comes out if I don't respond right away. But I would love to know what is your love language. And if you do have a partner or employee or friend, do you know theirs? I will do a whole separate episode of how you can use love languages in a leadership uh, dynamic because knowing that about your team and your people is also equally important. So go figure out your love language. I can't wait to hear what it is. Happy anniversary to us. And I just am so grateful for all of you. And now that you know my love language is words of affirmation, if you want to help celebrate, please share this on your social media and tag me. Let me know what you take away that you're listening and, you know, your ahas from these episodes because Now, you know, words of affirmation make me really, really happy. And that is my way of receiving love. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It means the world to me. And if this episode served you in any way, please help me get the message out there by sharing it on your social media and tag me as I'd love to know your favorite takeaways. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review. And I hope you learned something you can implement now to live more purely aligned. Until next week.